Hey guys, what's going on? It's Saturday, so it's totally different. Special episode of Bernie Talk. So I've done this show for almost a year, and uh, it's always been during the week. Kept the weekends free for everybody to see the game, but just because it's the end of the season, we didn't do this because we started it after the season ended. I uh, definitely wanted to do like a special show and just go over all the endings and finishes to a bunch of the uh, leagues. Obviously, Italy is done with um, Napoli winning it. Celtic winning another title just this morning. They won 5 nothing. Great way to end the season. And then, um, obviously, as I'm on the air right now, we have Coventry and Luton about to kick off which is going to be exciting because it's two teams that nobody expected to be here, especially Luton, I, I would say. I know like probably the FA wanted the uh, Middlesbrough-Sunderland final, but they got Coventry-Luton. I'm very excited about it, so it should be awesome. But before we even get into England, uh, this morning, if anybody got to see it, it was just ended, the Dortmund game as well as Bayern kicking off all at the same time. Dortmund uh, needed to not lose, and, or even if they did lose, depending on what uh, Bayern Munich did. So the game started off, it couldn't start, have started off any worse for Dortmund. Dortmund goes down one nothing, and almost simultaneously, Bayern Munich goes up one nothing. I mean, you couldn't have gone any worse. So game moves forward, and then Dortmund gets a penalty, and guess what happens? They get it saved. So it's still one nothing, and game's going back and forth. Uh, then the worst nightmare possible that could have happened, Mintz um, scores against Dortmund again, 2 nothing, and now it is like just mayhem. So games going now again. The other thing I, I was wondering now is just is if maybe it's just me, but years past star players would have to be basically like half like in a cast or in a cast of, actually to not play. And this is a game that Dortmund needed, and uh, Bellingham isn't playing because of like a knee injury or something. I don't know what it was, but he was dressed. If he's good enough for the substitutions bench and you need this game, start him, and then you could always take him off if he's that good. However, fun, craziest thing happened. So Dortmund getting 2-1, still losing, so not good because Bayern Munich is winning. All of a sudden, bang, Bayern Munich 1-1 against uh, Cologne, and all of a sudden, Dortmund fans are losing. It was, it, it was super exciting. I have to admit, I don't watch this German league week in, week out. So to watch this was so fun. So now with it being 2-1 Munich and then Dortmund was 1-1, Dortmund had the title. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that is so exciting. I mean, it happens in other sports, but I find it like in soccer, it's just because of, I think, the, the majority of the time low scoring and it's so tight. And for it to go down to this, and then to top it off, it's not like a playoffs. It's not playoffs like best of seven, you know, best of five, whatever. It's a one-off game. 
you know, and you could be a point away, and that's how you do the title. Because some people end up messing up at the end of the season, some teams in other sports, but then they make the, make up for it in the uh, playoffs. So amazing, and and then you think, okay, this is going to happen. I can't believe it. Dortmund is going to win, or well, they're losing, but they're going to win. But no, Munich scores, and you could just see the deflation from the Dortmund manager, the fans. People are like on their phones. It's like the old days was like everybody had their radios to their ear going, what's going on? Now it's like you're, almost, you're watching it, basically, you know, on your uh, streaming service on your, on your phone. But so anyway, they, they had opportunities. Uh, they, had, they scored a goal offside but then they got another another one make it uh 2-2 just they didn't have enough time to finish it off so Dortmund lose Bayern Munich finish off winning their 11th in a row which is insane 11th title in a row um I mean that's insane that is crazy to think they say uh Scotland has at least there's two teams going back and forth Rangers had their chance a couple years ago but, you know, this is absolutely crazy. So, Bayern Munich champions, again, now the, now the talk will start up. What is going to happen with Bellamy? Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? The word is, if you listen to some, uh, some people in the uh, transfer industry, they have said that he has already basically agreed to go to... Um, Madrid. Now, that's an interesting one. I, I could see it happening, obviously, but you, you see how they're trying to build with Camavinga and if they go get Bellingham, like for the future when it comes to, you know, Cruz and Modric uh, going. However, they are about to sign contract extensions. So I'm very curious to see how this is all going to work. Can't see Bellamy going there or Bellingham. Uh, Bellingham going there and being a sub, going from Dortmund starting and now in like for England, then going on as a sub. So is that going to kind of be Cruz or Modric getting less time? Because I'll be honest with you, they're not better. He's not better than either of those guys. But again, you're building. You have to have a you have to have a squad nowadays because everybody rotates. So it'll be interesting to see. And I still think that. Just like years past, a lot, of these t- a lot of these people who think they know exactly what is going on will uh, be wrong in the end because they've been proven wrong in the end when it's been coming to other transfers. So, but again, exciting, exciting ending. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed Celtic winning 5-0. And then, like I said, as I'm speaking, I'm, I have Coventry and uh, Luton in the background and it's gone like basically 100 miles an hour. Both these teams are like, oh my God, we are like 90 minutes away, 120 minutes away penalties, if so, from getting into the Premier League. I mean, it's, and again, I got, I got my stories for Luton. That's who I'm rooting for. Although it would be fun to see Coventry too, but Luton is the team I want. I'll tell you why. I have uh, such a, uh, you know, fun connection to them. So until they win... I'll keep that story in the back pocket. So now before the weekend games, we had United against Chelsea. Years past, this game was a 
big pain in the butt for United. They, Chelsea always played United tough. No matter what year it was, it was always a, as they say, like bogey team. You know, even years ago, in like way back in 94, United, I, the only two losses were to Chelsea, and Chelsea were basically struggling at the time. So, I mean, that's what I was expecting, a game like that, because, uh, because it was a game where Chelsea, I know they had nothing to play, but they play four, but they're playing United. And, you know, everybody that plays United seems to have one of the greatest games they've ever had. So that's what I was expecting. And United at times have kind of gone, you know, sidetracked a little bit, right? A little sidetracked after uh, they do fairly well. So... The game itself, there was times that Chelsea had opportunities. However, United were in basic control. And, uh, you know, a funny thing, a funny thing where narratives can get started and people don't actually look at the facts. But, you know, De Gea has the, all, the highest shutout. So he's got the Golden Glove, right? He's got, and then United as a team are like, tied for third with least amount of goals scored. I mean, and, and people rip into their defense. Oh, well, Varane's injured all the time. Lindelof's not go- that good. Juan Basaka, De Gea can't play with his feet. I didn't know that you had to play with your feet all the time to get shutouts. But that's for another day. Um, but the game itself was basically over fairly quickly. Casemiro... Whoever said this guy, I mean, if anybody heard me at the very beginning of the season, I was like so pumped for Casemiro to come to United. It was like a signing where I was like, this is amazing. And the last few games of this season, he's been coming up huge with goals. The bicycle against uh, uh, Bournemouth, the, game, the goal now, the header against Chelsea, just really, really good goals. And, you know, then just overall the game was over. Like, United did fairly good. There was no big incidents in it. Um, the only bad thing was that uh, Chelsea got a goal at the very end. So 4-1, good result. The bad thing that happened is Anthony got injured. It looks like it's his ankle that they're, that I guess they were saying that uh, he had injured that held him out a bunch of games for Ajax. So that's kind of a bit of a concern if you're thinking about it for down the road. But, you know, all in all, I thought they did good. Rashford played again. Uh, Garnacho played. Uh, Lindelof is looking fairly good. I think it's all over for Maguire. I mean, Maguire cannot get a game. I mean, fair to like fair play to him though. Like he's not really putting up like a big argument, making a scene or anything like that. So we'll see what happens with him. Uh, then you're going to get, I think, you know, Martial got a goal, but I don't see him sticking around at the end of the season, especially if United go get one or two like forwards, one for the present and then maybe for the future. I know there's a lot of talk about Kane and Osman from uh, Napoli and a few other guys, so that should be an interesting thing. I'm, again, pushing for, for the future uh, Ferguson from Brighton. I really like how he, how he plays. He's kind of like a throwback to an old-school center forward. Then there's also the links to Mount. Uh, obviously, they have a link to Declan Rice as well. Uh, 
They're also talking about Neymar. Now, Neymar, I think, is complete nonsense because I'll tell you why. Ten Hag couldn't deal with Ronaldo, who's like a true professional. Like, he is like legit, always looking after himself, never misses a game. You're going to get, and he's just so skilled, you're going to get skill from Neymar, but, you know, professionalism, you could forget that. That dude, when it's time for carnival, he is gone. So, it'll be, and again, who knows who the owners are going to be. There's a lot of talk about the Qataris. There's a lot of talk about, you know, um, the, uh, the English guy that owns uh, Nice. So, we'll just, see. we'll just see what happens. The funny thing I see, though, is, you know, United, if they win and, and Arsenal lose, United will only be about six points behind them. And I've been told this whole season, United have been horrendous. And Arsenal have this magic season. Well, again, six points behind second place is not good enough for United. But for what the mess that they're in at the moment, you know, just by kind of fixing things and getting the right players in, Six points behind second place, at least one trophy this season, if not two. I mean, you got to think that is, you know, not as all doom and gloom as people say. The more exciting part is at the end of the uh, league table, you have Everton, Leeds, and Leicester all basically one point or so off one another. So many different scenarios. I mean, my head was spinning when people were talking about all the different scenarios that could possibly happen. And, uh, I mean, any one of those three, well, there's going to be two that go down, but any two of those three can go down. And right now, Everton is a point above relegation, but, I mean, it is going to be super tight and very, very interesting. And, I mean, Everton to go down would be crazy just to think that they've never gone down, you know what I mean? So... You have them, Leeds, big team that has struggled to get back into the uh, Premier League are in. Now they could go down. Leicester, just like, what is it, seven years ago, they won the league, which is insane. So now you got, you have a bunch of teams that have huge history that are really, really in a lot of trouble. Just as I'm talking about teams going down, Luton scores one nothing, awesome goal. I mean, the build-up, the set-up, everything about it was so good. I mean, what a story this is if Luton can go up. And I hope people have checked out their uh, stadium. And to see how you're basically walking through people's backyard to get into, their, uh, get into the ground, which is amazing. So a lot going on in England this weekend. I mean, just some of the games will be interesting too, even if it has nothing to do with the relegation. Because you have a bunch of games for like European places where their people finish in top four. Chelsea, Newcastle, I mean, do you expect Chelsea to turn up? Really, no. I mean, I feel bad for Lampard. These players have given up on him. You know, and then you, to hear... Uh, Simon Jordan, who basically says United like three, need three or four transfer windows to compete, which the last time I checked, they're maybe possibly finishing third and winning some trophies. But Chelsea next year will be contenders, which I find very, very strange how a team in 11th place could be a contender next year because I don't see that happening because I think they still don't have a center forward. 
will be a test for Newcastle because Newcastle still have to prove like they got into the final of the Carabao and they got beat by United, which United basically strolled that game. And this will be a game where it's a team they'll be competing against with next year. So that I'll be looking forward to seeing what happens. A few other ones, like I said, Everton-Bournemouth, very interesting because Bournemouth doesn't have basically anything to play for. They're on vacation. So Everton maybe could luck out. I think the tougher one will be Leeds against Spurs and Leicester-West Ham. Even though they both basically are going to be where they are. Spurs, I think, maybe have an outside chance to get into Europe. But, like, again, all these guys look down upon the conference. So are they going to put a big effort in? So the hardest one, I think, is Leicester-West Ham because West Ham are playing for, you know, to get themselves ready for that final. So tough games. Southampton, Liverpool, I think that's basically, you could call that a day. Even though Liverpool, like, it's funny how... You know, everybody rips United being in the Europa, but now Liverpool's going to be in it. You got everybody going, well, see, look at how, look at how much they take, take this seriously. Liverpool love being in, champ, uh, you know, uh, tournaments. Well, what's the difference? You know, what is actually the difference? So then one game that I find very, very interesting will be Villa-Brighton. Because of two reasons. Brighton have been crowned the biggest hipster team. No, the manager has been anointed by Guardiola, and everybody thinks that they're amazing. And Villa, you know, Uno Emery has, was kind of really treated like crap when he was at uh, Arsenal. They thought he was brutal, that he couldn't do anything. And he's basically brought... Aston Villa from in charge of Steven, Steven Gerrard from relegation into now getting a place in Europe, which is outstanding. So it's a very, very fun weekend when it comes to all these games because, you know, everybody's playing for some, well, not everybody, but a lot of the teams are playing for something. And it's just going to be an exciting Sunday, especially because, you know, all the games are going on up on the same time. I mean, some seasons better than others with excitement for the league title. I mean, going back to 95 with United, Blackburn or City United. Um, you know, most of the time with United, they wrapped it up, you know, except those tight ones that came down to the wire. Um, then the relegation, it's like the last minute it could happen. So it's going to be just a lot, a lot of fun. I mean, and then another, the thing that just kind of drives me like Looney Tunes was you hear the snobbery in some of these managers talking. Like Arteta has to, he's like, when you listen to a talk, he is he's basically trying to sound like uh, Guardiola. And what happened was they were asking about transfers and he goes, well, we are special and uh, amazing and just so great and He's using all these like words to describe his team about how they have to have a special transfer and so on and so forth. So I just find it like a little bit snobbish with how things have become what they are. I mean, just look at, for example, how they ripped De Gea. De Gea can't be a good goalkeeper, except yet he has the golden glove. So again, it, it, it is to each his own. So... You know, I'm going to take it with a grain of salt, but again, the weekend will be fun. And some are already done. The Dortmund season end as they wanted. Celtic did. Arsenal thought they were going to win it. City came back. 
you know, some surprise in the top four with United and Newcastle, because that's not, they were expecting, you know, City, uh, Liverpool, Chelsea, you know, so it's been awesome. And then for me to ha start this show almost a year ago, uh, and then come to the end of the season has been so much fun. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the off season, getting into like the transfers and we're going to have some interviews with some really amazing, like college coaches, as well as some, uh, academy guys. And, uh, who knows who else will have, maybe we'll have one or two surprises as well, but keep an, keep an eye out for that. So today's a short one is a special Saturday. Uh, I want everybody to get back to their weekend. It's Memorial Day weekend. You know, hope you have, everybody has a safe, fun weekend. Uh, and I will definitely be back Monday. I will have the holiday, so we'll let everybody enjoy that. But we'll be back Wednesday. So enjoy your weekend, guys. Thank you for listening. I really enjoy bringing this to guys to you. Um, and hopefully for many years to come. So enjoy it. Thank you so much. And this was Bernie Talk.